Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Should Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? Hey friends, this is Suge Burry with Him For Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. I am so excited to bring you my next guest today. You know what I'm doing. I'm going across the U.S. of A in our big old RV, and I'm meeting such interesting people. You know, we have had amazing authors, speakers, um, people of inspiration on our show, but I am really, truly enjoying the God appointments that God has put in our path as we travel. And that brings me to my guest that we have today, Jeff Meyer. Thank you, Jeff, for coming on with me. Thank you for having me. I'm so blessed to have, you know, you know, I got to tell you how I first met Jeff. I first met Jeff because where we're camping in our RV is a bunch of fish. And this cute little dude comes over with this fishing pole, who is Jeff's son, Will, and his daughter, Madison, came over as well, and they were fishing. And during the weeks, we've gotten to talk and have conversations. And the more I got to meet Jeff and understand who he was, the more fascinating this guy became and I wanted to bring him to you. So let me describe a little bit about Jeff's life before we get into the questions and give you a chance to meet him and understand his background. So Jeff is dyslexic and he has made millions of dollars despite of it. He is the owner of Noble, do you say it, Noblesville? Noblesville. Noblesville-based Meyer Food Management Company. He also uh, is the owner of two Napa Auto Parts, Genesis Sod Farm, and multiple Culver's, which we're going to be getting into in just a minute. Jeff is born and raised an Indiana native. He began his career with Klosterman's Bakery in 1993, working a bun delivery route for McDonald's. Jeff's dream was to have his own restaurant associated with a nationally recognized chain. He soon discovered the nearest viable opportunity was several states away. Insisting on staying true to his Indiana roots, Jeff discovered and researched a fast-growing, very popular Midwestern chain named Culver's. That quickly became his passion. Hey, ladies, the rest is history. Jeff currently owns 11 Culver's restaurants and is still growing the company and achieving his goal to culverize his guests and fellow team members on a daily basis. Jeff is married to beautiful Christina, has two wonderful children that I mentioned earlier, Madison and Will. Jeff, again, thank you for joining us. Okay, so ladies, those of you that are out there um, might be frustrated possibly with with a diagnosis that your child um, or family member has received on dyslexia. Maybe you're afraid. Maybe you're not sure what this looks like for their future and for their career path. But Jeff, I want to ask you a couple questions. First of all, what does it mean to be dyslexic? Well, to, to me, everybody has their own story and their own process with it. But to me, uh, dyslexia for me is I, I see things backwards. Uh, when I read, I will I will merge words together, and because my mind, the way it's working, it'll just start merging things together. Like, uh, for instance, my uh, sister and brother-in-law, sister-in-law and brother-in-law, Chris's brother, at their uh, uh, rehearsal dinner, 
their name is Clark and Erica. And I said, Clarica. <laughs> and, but I do it all the time. Yeah. And I can't figure out why I do that. And, and when I started doing my research, it's because of dyslexia. Your mind starts to just blend things together. Sure. It can't uh, departmentalize everything. And then, and, and dyslexia to me is, <clears throat> it's hard for me to spell. Okay. Um, if you ask me to spell this word, if it's multiple uh, pronunciations or if I can't spell it every syllable uh, and see it in my mind, I can't spell it. Mm-hmm. So my wife, a lot of my writings, I write it down and my wife goes through it. So for spell check for me is sometimes spell check doesn't know what I'm, what I'm trying to write down because I, I'm so far off that yeah. I can't figure it out. But dyslexia is you just put things backwards <clears throat> and you can't figure out how, what sequence things go in. And, and there's many doctors will say many different things, but for me, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And, but your mind is always racing. It never stops. It's a hundred miles an hour and it's just continuing to focus on a uh, multitude of things. And some people call that ADHD, but it's all part of dyslexia because what works for me is keeping my mind busy mm-hmm. and it keeps it fresh. And <clears throat> When I'm able to stay busy and, and stay focused, I can spell a lot of things that my wife's like, well, I thought you dyslexic, but, but it's when your mind starts, to, it knows that it's got multiple channels it can go down. Mm-hmm. It works much clearer than what it does when you're just singular focused on one thing because it gets all gumbled up in your head and it's hard to get it out. Okay. So uh, it, it's not, a lot of people think that dyslexia is a handicap. To me, it's a blessing because... Yeah. God gave this to me for a reason. And I was that individual that everybody said will never be, will ne- can't make it happen, can't do this, can't do that. Uh, I, I didn't, uh, my grades weren't that great in school. I was one of those ones that just got by, never went to college. And, but I had a can-do attitude. I had a work ethic that nobody else could compare to. And, and I had, God was on my side because mm-hmm. I do a lot of praying all day long throughout the day, throughout the night. And sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'll say a prayer because I'm just trying to figure stuff out. And God always, it may not be the path I want him to send me down, but it's the path he knows what's right for me. Sure. And, and I got, you know, my, my mom introduced me to church at a young age. They never went to church. She'd drop us off church cause they had to work. And, uh, but we went in there, and 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 I, I started to get to know God then, and never was really close because I struggled reading the Bible mm-hmm. because it's hard for me uh, unless I understand it because nobody understands the Bible until you read it and you study it. But if I don't, I, if I can't um, understand it right out of the gate, then. I lose track of my reading and my train of thought mm-hmm. because I'm so worried on saying that word right in my head that I lose train of thought of what the story's about. Sure. So reading, I've never in my life read a book cover to cover. Hmm. It's always been a struggle for me. Amazing. <clears throat> and, but the thing about it is about the Bible is I pray a lot about it and I can listen to people. Mm-hmm. So when I'm listening to you and you're talking about the Bible and different things like that, I absorb that information and one thing about, I don't know if it's dyslexia or what, it, but I have a photographic memory. Wonderful. So I can remember almost everything that goes on. Everybody calls me, I got the brain of an elephant, you know, because I never forget. And I bring it back to, you know, I bring everybody back because I don't take notes. I just memorize everything as they say it to me. And I, sure. and I put it in a, in a chapter in the book in my head. And then I can just open that book back up in my head and I can 
recite what you know the, the story was about. But those are the challenges that you have. But <clears throat> the thing about it is, I think dyslexia, because my son, the thing about dyslexia, 70%, if, a, if the male father has dyslexia, he's got a 70% chance that he's going to pass it on to his son. Okay. My son has it as well. <clears throat> and what we realized with him, as long as you can keep him busy, he may have 20 projects going, and he doesn't complete all the projects. You know, most people, when they get focused on something, mm-hmm. they, they stay on that project till they're totally, completely finished. But... When you have dyslexia and your mind's racing a million miles a minute, you have to move it to a different area mm-hmm. and then come back to it later on mm-hmm. because you can get easily frustrated. And and so those are just the challenges that we have. But sure. to me, it's not a challenge. I, I say challenge because that's the way people look at it. But it's a blessing because God has given me the opportunity to use my other resources that I have in just having a caring heart and, and having and having the process to be able to to look at other people and read them and understand who they are and, and try and, and and sometimes challenge them or channel them in a different direction because I'm a people's person. And most dyslexia people are people person, but people don't give them that opportunity because they can't understand because they're all over the board. Yeah. And it becomes a challenge for them to sit down and follow them. Sure. But we know everything that's going on ahead. We understand it completely, yeah. but to you, it may be as clear as mud, but to us, it's crystal clear. <laughs> and, and that's the challenges that everybody has. They yeah. don't quite understand yeah. how to deal with that. But the thing about it is always give them loving support, which my mo- mother and father did. Okay. My dad was oh, it, it'll be okay. Just mm-hmm. let him run, let him have fun, let him experience it. And lose my father at age of 17, Hmm, which was a very successful business person and not going to college. Everybody asked, what, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to be a successful business person. Yeah. I said that from a very young age. You knew right away. I knew right away because God was telling me that. And, and when you introduce your kids to God's early, to God early, God starts to talk to them. Sure. And as long as you allow them to have those conversations with them and just continuing, because I hated going to church, I'll be honest with yeah. you. Uh, I just thought, oh, goodness, I got an hour. And, and when I uh, had to memorize uh, the Ten Commandments with my aunt down in Alabama, I couldn't do that to save my soul. And finally, the teacher was patient enough with me and understood my difficulties she worked me through it and after about three weeks of bible uh of uh, it was a summer uh bible school thing and i was able to figure it out sure and i could just wrap them right off yeah and so but that's somebody that understood me understood the challenges but god put that person in my life for a reason to foster because they understood who i was yeah And, and that's the thing with most parents we are most parents, I'm not saying they're lazy, but they 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 push kids off to electronics mm-hmm. because it, uh, it enables the it just absorbs the mind and allows them to stay busy and it, and it allows them the parent not have to you know be frustrated yeah. with the kid always into something. Mm-hmm. But I was raised with a mom and dad. We didn't have electronics in the 70s and 80s. And I was always outside doing something and exploring Mm -hmm. things all the time. So 
it allowed me to find my inner peace. It allowed me to find things that I enjoyed and it challenged me to, to figure out who I am. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know when I was a kid, but as I got older in life <clears throat> and I've had some disappointments, uh, but what it is, it allows that faith to come through mm -hmm. and allows you to understand what God wants for you. Yeah. And you got to take kids with dyslexia. They have to take that chance mm -hmm. on that chance and believing in God and believing that he has the right. Cause you're going to have a disappointment. You're like, God, why are you doing this to me? Mm -hmm. I've said that a million times, but God knew what he was doing because the other side of of the pasture was greener. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was, it was dead. And, you know, he gets you over there and then you think you're heading down a dead path and all of a sudden the gates are wide open I and you're it. like, this is amazing. Yeah. How God and has blessed you. Yeah. And, yeah. and I owe everything I owe that I know and understand. I owe it to God because, and I tell at Culver's, I tell them that all the time that I'm blessed. I'm blessed that God's put me with the right people. I started a company that was not God-centered, that was not uh, operated up under biblical principles, you would mm -hmm. say. <clears throat> but as I started to understand what's got, what God's purpose was for me, I started to redirect the way my company was mm -hmm. and started letting everybody know what my faith is, who I am. <clears throat> and even though they may not agree with that, I treated them with great respect and dignity. And it's the ones that probably hated me or let's say the word cussed you out. Mm -hmm. uh, I respected them more and I opened my arms up to them more because God says that every person on earth is his child and he chose that child to be here. And if you turn yourself away from that, you're not giving them an opportunity to know who their father is. Yeah. And so those individuals that do that, mm -hmm. I wow them in a way that they couldn't believe that I'm still there and wanting to talk to them and still allowing them to have a job. You know, you're getting the love thing right is what you're doing, you know, yes. by, by sharing with them, still encouraging them, loving them, even though they might not have shown that same uh, uh, thing to you. And, you know, the cool thing is, friends, is when Jeff and I were chatting one time, he shared with me way back when um, he was young that the school system really didn't diagnose this. <laughs> and then they treated him as he was stupid. I believe those were the words that you used. Yes. And, what he also told me, which was so inspiring, was that um, this dyslexia, like you had said, inspired you to work even harder, mm -hmm. to become even uh, a better person than you had even planned to be. Um, so what kind of reactions did your teachers or your parents have um, when you were first trying to diagnose what this was? Well, my my mom and and and, and dad all, my dad was always like he's a perfect kid and, and he's just <laughs> there's nothing wrong with him yeah and my mom kind of felt the same way <clears throat> she always challenged the teachers because the teachers i mean i wouldn't do their job for nothing because that is one of the hardest it's jobs hard in the world mm -hmm. because you get so i mean you got 30 personalities in that classroom yeah. or 20 and and, and you got to deal with so much stuff and i my hats off them but but back then, they just didn't understand that in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And so in the late 70s, they held me back in kindergarten because they thought that, you know, I, I was going to be special needs just because my attention span wasn't as long as what they wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with a lot of things. But mechanically things, uh, mechanically, 
I could watch somebody do something and I could mimic that by right away. Wow. I didn't have to study for it. And, and I never took homework home. And in the classroom, when the teachers were teaching me, I absorbed what they were saying. And that's what I took my test. Now, sometimes I made mistakes, but they took my mom took and had me tested. And they said, well, test his IQ. Well, my IQ was off the charts. I mean, it as was in a good way, way good. It mm-hmm. was like uber intelligent. Yeah. And they couldn't understand how I tested so good. And Will did the same way. And Madison was the same way. Your kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they couldn't figure out. Now, how is it? He's just lazy then. But I'm not lazy. I started working on the farm at five years old. Wow. And I couldn't wait to get out of that school to get back to the farm and get busy doing my chores. Yeah. I loved doing it. I loved working. It kept my mind busy. Because the worst thing for a dyslexia kid or somebody that has dyslexia sure. is a set in a chair. And your mind's racing a million miles a minute. And that's why you find so many kids that they're misdiagnosed because uh, you become very depressed because mm. <clears throat> your mind is racing a million miles a minute and they just give up. And that's why you see so much of this suicidal stuff going on. Sure. In my opinion, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But I know in my personal self, I thought a lot about that suicide many, many times oh. as a kid growing mm-hmm. up. But I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And God had a plan for me. I mean, I, I should have been dead multiple times, not by suicide, but by stuff that I did where I pushed myself too far and, and things happened that were bad. But I came out unscathed mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, glory to God, glory to God. What is what is your plan for me? And, yeah. and as I grow up, I'm starting to see this plan. Mm-hmm. Amen for that. You know, it really sounds like you've just been so blessed. Um, about how many employees do you have in your company now? We're at a thousand right now. We're building seven new restaurants uh, right now this year, and we're going to probably have another seven or eight next mm-hmm. year that we're building. We'll be up over probably twenty five hundred three thousand by the end of next year. Yeah, uh, I say that you're keeping busy. I mean, you are working hard. And as a matter of fact, I found an article. Um, if, if you don't mind, if I uh, read a quote out of it, I thought it was just wonderful. Um, where you had quoted, you had said, me and my wife opened our first, I believe it's a Culver's. Yes. And literally it was down to our last $20. We were all in. But that's what an entrepreneur does. They lay down it all on the table, Meyer said. I didn't take a paycheck for four years. And did you have kids at the time? No. Oh, good thing. Good thing. It would be hard to do. I didn't take a paycheck for four years. I probably ate more Culver's than anyone in the history of Culver's because we just didn't have any money to continue to go to the grocery store. Um, Myers, Jeff, took care of their customers while living off of one paycheck until the customers started taking care of them. Myers said one store led to another and another, and they came up with 11 along the way. Myers, Bloomington, and Richmond locations had their first and second largest grand opening in Culver's histories. Myers said that the drive, and that's what we're talking about right now, the drive comes from the individuals that work for him that want more. They want to be more successful. They want to give their family more than they've ever had. And that's what drives Jeff and his family at Culver's. That is a wonderful work ethic. And you said is biblically based yeah, on on biblical principles. So really has, would you say that dyslexia has helped you or hindered your ability to be successful? Well, that's in, that's in your audience. So, 
right now the kids audience is the parents mm-hmm. and if the parents are always there encouraging them saying i've got the best kid i've got the kid because god gave you that kid mm-hmm. don't ever for a second think that you were given a, a terrible thing you were given a blessing from god yes. and god will never give you more than you can handle i don't care how hard you think it is mm-hmm. God knows you have more in you to do it. And that's why he chose you for that child. So when I look at all this processes and, 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 and the children, your audience has to be the parent. The parent has to be all in. Mm-hmm. You can't halfway do it. Don't allow the video games. Don't allow all that background noise to be the audience you have as the parent need to be the audience and you need to be there for them and encourage them and 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 show them different things in life because will loves lego he he was putting i mean 14 16 year old legos together at the age of five because it was a challenge to him yeah and he could he could figure out he didn't never did read what he looked at pictures, uh-huh. and that's how he put everything together. Wow. He never read it. He always put it together by pictures. And did you say also <clears throat> Madison has a photogenic memory yes. like you do? Yes. Your so, daughter? Yeah. So Madison uh, is just a very smart, loving individual, has a very caring heart. Yeah. And it's just so awesome to see her. But, yeah, she just remembers everything you say. And you got to be careful of that because it comes back to <laughs> As a parent, I bet yes, it, it does. does. And I bet you're just as motivating with your kids as um, your dad was with you as well, your parents as well. You know, what you've shared with us, Jeff, just brings our listeners such hope and such inspiration and so excited to think not only can I be the best parent I can possibly be to a child who has dyslexia, but then bring out the qualities that God has given them. This could actually be a blessing in their life, like Jeff's, to create and cause more of a drive in their life. So I am just so inspired. So you've had um, some, you, you had said some of your best things that happened in your life because you were driven. You're driven by the people who work for you. You're driven by what God has presented and mm-hmm. put before you as well. But you have such a generous heart, Jeff. I know this. I um would like you to just share a little bit with our listeners about some of the philanthropy things you do um, in your home state. So at Culver's, and it's kind of derived from the Culver's mantra of, of in the beginning, Craig and Lee and George and Ruth, the founders of Culver's, they've always been a giving people as mm-hmm. well. And they always challenged us to be giving. And I thought, well, I can do that because I love helping people. That's, that's the passion that... It's not it's 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 not the money that I make yeah. that gives me satisfaction. It's what I give away yes. and what I can help with people. Amen. My wife has been so frustrated from time to time because I give so many people top my time. And I think God has blessed me with what I have yeah. because I do that. So our restaurants, we love children and and we never turn down a fundraiser to the masses when it comes to doing with children. Yeah. And average per store, and that's been open probably seven or eight years, is probably a million, a million and a half that mm-hmm. we've given away. Wow. Per location. And, and it just seems like, you know, you think about this, the more you give away, God just continues to bless us with more because we're still today with stores been open 15, 16, 17. We're having sales records still today. I love it. And I'm thinking, how is this possible? Yeah. I go. And, and then I just realized that, you know, it just seems like the more we do, the more we give, yeah. Yeah. the more we help, yeah. the more we're blessed with. 
And, you know, scripture does say that as well, too. It does mention in the Bible that when you tithe, when you give back to God, he will then give you a hundred times more. And it might not necessarily be financial, but it will be in blessings. And then he says, test me on this. So that's so exciting. And you're living out that dream and you're definitely accomplishing that as well. So uh, remind us and help us know where can our listeners find your stores? So we're in uh, Indiana, central Indiana. So the north suburbs, Indianapolis, and uh, uh, then also going uh, east into Richmond. And then we have a store in Palo, Ohio. Okay. And we just purchased a location in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, So we're just looking at opportunities. And I just saw a great opportunity with Savannah. I didn't realize how poor Savannah was. Mm. And that's what drove me to that location is I could bring more stores in there and start uh, giving blessings out there by helping to the community. Yes. And we immediately, when we took over that store, we gave everybody pay raises and something that's unique to our stores. Every single employee is for free at our store. Yeah. Because I have a store in Indianapolis on the west side, very underserved community mm-hmm. in the Pike Township. And <laughs> as a Christian, I had an employee who was counting pennies and nickels and dimes to buy a fry. And I asked him what he was doing. He said he hadn't eaten yet today and that his cafeteria bill got too high. So he didn't have any real food at school. And I I said, I I, I thought I misheard him. I said, what? And I said, (laughs) it started to make me cry because I had to leave and go to my car. I said, you haven't eaten yet today. And he said, no, the most polite young man you'd ever meet. And I said, it's got to stop today. And from that time, I said, I'm buying your meal today. And mm. I immediately <laughs> walked out to my car and, and I sat in my car and cried like a baby. And I Uh-oh. said, God, give me the direction here. What do I need to do? Yeah. And I went into our leadership meeting that following Monday and I said, mandatory. Every restaurant, every employee, y'all, everybody eats for free. Jeff, that story just moves me. And you are such a blessing from God. And thank you so much for coming on our show and sharing with our listeners how your dyslexia has been able to be managed in your life through the love of not only family, but from God. And it, it has helped you be victorious as far as a successful businessman. Friends, thank you so much for welcoming my friend Jeff. This is Sugbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics, as we try travel across the USA and bring you guests from across the country. You know I love you. Over and out. Hey ladies, this is Sugbury and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies, and each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony how they receive Christ in their life. This is Sugbury. You know I love you. Over and out.